Hello, my name is Jessica. I read romance. I love romance. And if it's got a fantasy persuasion, I adore romance. <laughs> Hi, I'm Emma. And yeah, we write the romance, read the romance and love the fantasy and sci-fi romance. That's why we're mm -hmm. here. Indeed we are. Mm -hmm. And this week we are here for the second week of our season three. I think those are the right numbers. Yes, I think they Indeed. are. Indeed. confusing really <laughs> I don't is. know what day it is it feels like a million years since we did the last episode does it to you yeah it really does when I do the fun things they seem to take like a long time to get done all the mundane things just keep coming at me so yeah, yeah no idea but yes so we are here week two of season three and we are bringing yeah. you another one of our lovely tropes well it's so, the first one really isn't it I suppose we did yeah gateway last we did the week. gateway so last like, week yeah first one so this is official week one, which is week yeah. two of season three. Yeah, just to yeah. confuse matters even further. <laughs> now with that. But yeah, this one, go ahead, you tell you tell the world. Okay, we've gone for war and politics. Mm -hmm. You get an awful lot of yeah. fantasy and sci-fi romance books that are set around wars or they've got political shenanigans going on in their made-up worlds or even in their current worlds but because mm. there's magic or something so we wanted to explore some of those that we really enjoyed indeed we do so shall we get to it we can enjoy right we're back yes. <laughs> now you've had the little intro yes. um to talk about books we picked with yes. a war or politics theme trope. How, what what did you pick? I've completely forgotten. Okay, so What's my first one? one, my first one is Eternal Darkness by Stacey Reed. So, okay. yep. Yeah, so she is someone I found through historical actually. So yeah, she's somebody I just stumbled upon one day when I was having a moment uh, away from my fantasy pool mm -hmm. and they were awesome she had a series of like 15 books i can't remember what i called i write them down that's it forever yours the forever yours series and i just sort of engulfed these books within like a few weeks because it was okay. so good and then you know when you're kind of going through your ku or your kindle and it's like you should try this and then there's like a dragon on it and then her name's on the bottom and i'm like oh my god where have yeah. you been all of these <laughs> last few weeks so yeah I kind of got it and then yeah engulfed that series as well mm -hmm. so yes yeah. that's mine okay yeah that was kind of like the thing with the Tessa Dare books last season it was you know yeah having having read and known that she delivered the goods in certain areas and then seeing hang on vampires yeah, oh my God. Like, yeah obviously yes. No yeah, why is this why is that not on my list at the top come yeah, on why have i never heard about this sort of thing but, yeah why didn't my friends tell me but that's because there's there's not a podcast like this that we listen no, to I know. because yeah. we make Shame the podcast yeah, like we this. have to make it to tell you yeah um so my first one i'm going for i'm, I'm being really sneaky already in this because i think we were choosing like a main one and then ones we mentioned Some but my main ones. one is actually a duology Oh, uh -huh. no one really uses that phrase anymore i've noticed yeah not, no, not, as, not as much three, as they used it? to yeah no. they say trilogy or mm. you know yeah but anyway um it's the uh what's it called <laughs> Going well. what are they called i haven't even put the names down no it's because i'm thinking of the second one the bridge kingdom is the first and then the traitor queen is the second and obviously i've read the traitor queen more recently so that was what it was in my head and I was like it's not the traitor queen it's not right it's the other one not right 
Um, and that is by Danielle Jensen, I think. Yeah, there we go. I have to write these things down. Yeah, but they are written down. Yeah, um, and that one actually, was I saying that, what I just said, it, I heard about that through the Fated Mates podcast <laughs> and went off and found it. I apologise. What a hypocrite. Yeah, there are places. There, there are places out there. From. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I read the first one not, not too long ago and I'm terrible at reading the sequels. This should not surprise you. I'm such a chaotic reader. Mm-hmm. Um that I just I put off reading the second one for ages, but then I loved it even more than really? the first one. Yeah. So maybe um, that's a good thing then that you can kind of have that moment and that time in the middle to actually love it even more. Maybe. Yeah, I think so. And uh, when I talk about it, I'll explain a bit of why I think I liked one more than the other. But obviously, they do go together very much. Okay. You have to have them together. It is one of those stories, but it warrants it. It's not the kind of thing where they've split it into two books and you're like oh well it could have just been wrapped up in one yeah draggy 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 yeah no it's not like that and actually and two fits it as opposed to also like you say dragging it out over three because mm-hmm. you get a lot of filler sometimes don't you with with some series so that's my main one cool. <laughs> so what i found so with my main one and then my other two that i picked i found the Okay, maybe my brain's just a bit at the minute, but I found that, so the first one is very much the, the higher people within, within the kingdom. So the princesses, the queens, that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. Whereas my other two are the people on the ground, the, you know, the, the warriors down at the bottom. And then it kind of made me stop and think that actually the politics and the war, they do happen at the different ends, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. That's true. yeah, so the politics is very much a lot more alive in my first book. So we have the princess who is there and we've got all of these different kingdoms, all of these different places, all trying to vie for power. And so to do that, the parents want to marry the daughter off to the most useful king. And she's having none of it. So she's trying to find a way out of it. And we come into the book and she's trying to seduce another person to try and lose her innocence. I think she said oh. he's the fifth one that she's trying to seduce to kind of not deal with this king who's yeah. coming soon to, well, to marry just her like, off. I assume they don't want to know because it's like they know what she's up to and well, they don't yeah, want to be the one that it. loses his head because yeah. he's before well, the princess. <laughs> yeah, so basically it's getting to this clinch point and she's like, well, don't you love me? I'm this, I'm that. Come on, you know you want to. And he's like, I get that, but my entire family will die. It's kind of, yeah, yeah. you know. It's not just a little thing. It's huge, this yeah. thing. So, yeah, he doesn't in the end. So she kind of takes matters into her own hands. I think her, her parents are there and this, I can't remember his name is, King Ajali. So he's coming in soon. So she's trying to damn this. And then her mom turns up and goes, oh, he's, he's going to be here tomorrow. And she's like, pardon what now? Tomorrow. <laughs> so, yeah, she gets her to Kingsguard and she's off. And... um. I've not read the entire series, but she wants to get to Earth. So she's she's in this place, and obviously the it's not Earth. It's Nuria, I think, is what it's called. So she's trying to get to Earth because a lot of people won't travel out of their realm to go to this place. And she stumbles on this place called the Dark Age, which is just black and shadowed. And mm-hmm. she meets this archduke called Drac. And nobody knows much about these dark, dark age people. Right. And it's very, yeah 
it's just very good oh okay so it's not like an arranged marriage and that's the focus because no, quite no, often no. you get that that's it the two yeah. together and then it's perfectly enemies to lovers of it yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah it's very well done with that and then obviously i think he's kind of i think there's a little bit of the fated mates in there that he's a bit mm. mine which yeah. is obviously why i like it well you know um yeah that links quite well with the bridge kingdom Ooh. what we were just saying because this is the arranged marriage um between the royals similar thing this one is focused on um yeah the the like the no nobility and their maneuverings and there's it's it's really the world building is like amazing for the politics and everything so it's really based around the geography of it of the land that she's created um so there's like two land masses and in between there's this really turbulent sea and these uh small islands and what's happened is they've built a, a bridge like an impenetrable bridge that is the bridge kingdom and they use that to move goods between the two so it's how they survive you know certain things don't grow in some places certain things but it's to do with taxes and tariffs as well and you know who holds the bridge has a lot of power um and they keep themselves uh, i think they're called the if if a canons or something and they keep it completely secret this bridge is like uh it's like a tunnel like a solid stone tunnel super thick that goes over and all of them um they all wear masks so you can't see what their faces are and then they like only allow certain people to travel through it the merchants and things um they, they can use the sea at certain times but then and other times of the year it's just a death trap it's hurricanes and sharks and um also there's another kingdom that attacks at different times so on the lower kingdom i forget what it's called what's it called uh maradrinan there we go um that's where there's a king and he's arranged a marriage to the heir to the throne of the bridge kingdom who's now the king for when he becomes king um because his parents have died i forget how probably murdered you know it's, it's always the way assassination it's what you yeah. need <laughs> what's what he's done is this is a fabulous fantasy romance trope he's trained he has 16 illegitimate daughters he has <laughs> yeah, secret illegitimate daughters that he's put out in the desert to train them to be an assassin and the best one will be picked to marry the king this is like <laughs> so she can, really so she can spy and kill him. Right? Like this congeniality sort of thing yeah. going on. Yeah, yeah. And we meet Lara. She's, you know, the heroine. Um, and she's with all of her half-sisters. And it's it's really clever how you meet her. And it's, it's the day when they're going to announce which one's going to be the one to go and marry him. And um, they all think it's going to be this other person. So they sit down to this meal. And she's... Um, Lara's basically poisoned all her sisters so she's the one because she knows that every other one like the one that isn't chosen all the other daughters will be killed her father is completely ruthless obviously and yeah, kind of. mm. but you find out quite quickly that she hasn't poisoned them and killed them she's poisoned them to look like they're dead so she yeah, saved them. them yeah 
which is nice. It's that it's a nice introduction to her. Yes. Because in the weirdest actually, possible way. Yeah. It's lovely. She's quite a hard character to like. I think this is one of the criticisms that's been, but it completely makes sense. I mean, she goes in to do her job, to do the spying and to do the assassination eventually and stuff like that. Um, and obviously Aaron is the um, the king and, you, you know, you see their growing relationship in that typical forced proximity arranged marriage way, which I love. I love that. Um, but she's been completely indoctrinated into thinking that they are terrible people and that they deserve this to happen so she's you know and, and she's been trained to be an assassin so she's completely ruthless mm. um and you know you you see her grow and that's why i think i enjoyed the second book even more because by that point obviously she is the traitor queen so that gives away a little bit about what happens in the bridge kingdom but it's like it's like a major grovel book. Basically. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah, it's major grovel. But also it's very exciting and it wraps up all of the political stuff and all of the blinkers have come off and all of the thing, all of the tension. You know, you get like lots of tensions with um, war or politics in books where they're trying to avoid wars and stuff. Yes. And, you know. All of those tensions have come to a head and then they're going to try and fix it and overthrow for the people that deserve it and, you know, put things to right. And also it's just got like a really cool like adventure aspect as well. You get to see different parts of the kingdom. So, it's yeah, it's really cool. It's so, worth it. Good. Yes, I like it. Overall, yeah. This is it. This is the sort of stuff that you get with the... Ugh people sort of miss it with because you say romance with it that it's like you don't get to see all of that epic world building but with the mm -hmm. politics and stuff in it you get so much of yeah. it because you know i remember doing a course years ago and somebody sitting going down to the bare bones of like the monetary things that they have so what coins mm -hmm. they have how much something yeah, is worth yeah, yeah. yeah and then going into trade and there's so many of those little mm -hmm. things that people just slide in so well yeah it is it so it's, it's clever it's one of those things where i try and write stuff like that and then i'm like oh do i have to invent a thing that goes here yes. but now it has to make sense oh this is quite hard <laughs> it's quite a lot to think about yeah. so i do really appreciate it when i read it in in books that do it so well and are thought through such yeah. clever things i'm like wow they've really gone to the nth degree with building this world you can see it the difference between someone who's really thought about it and then someone who's like oh well, i'll just put in something there because you yes, you come away you like no what why do they do that then why that doesn't make sense it has it's that level of yeah plausibility that kind yeah. of has to be there well this is it when you mentioned trade that's it and it's like there's so many layers on that that yeah mm. i can't even my brain struggles to kind of grasp them all so when people do yeah. oh blown away love it so much yeah i don't understand like normal economy and then <laughs> no, no, especially the british economy at the minute i have no, no. clue i know it's not great as a part another, another appeal to fantasy you can put it down put it away oh, yeah really i can <laughs> yeah. yes get your drachma i can deal with mm -hmm. this <laughs> so um i'll do a second choice because you've yeah. just done some so um i'm gonna not try and beat around the bush too much using the same authors but i am a little bit because this is yeah 
this is what pulled us into it. So we kind of have to. So um, if you watch season one, you know that we did Pestilence. And this is on the back of that. This is the second book in the Four Horsemen series by Laura Thalassa. And this is War. Mm-hmm. Because it kind of has to be. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. We're doing he War just and is. Politics. Yeah. How could you not pick yeah. War? Yeah. What are we doing? Pretty yeah. on the nose yeah. there. Basically. <laughs> yeah. This person who is just War. And yeah, this yeah. is it. This was what I liked when I was reading them, that this was all the kings, the queens, the the sages, the scholars all coming out with stuff yeah. in the first book. And then you've just got actual war. There is no mm-hmm. thinking. There's no structure. It is just him. That is his one task in life. People did wrong. God has sent these people down yeah. to, to, cleanse, to cleanse and to clear the earth. And that is his task. So, yeah, it was just epic it's my favorite i think out of the four which in theory should be death but it's not see again another series i haven't finished yet it's on my list i'm like i will i think it's like i save them sometimes i'm like oh i'll keep that in my pocket for when i want when i'm like in the mood and i know exactly what i want i know i'm going to get it from this series or this author and then i don't i don't i instead i go and buy like it, 10 books in the kindle yeah. or something and then read one of them yeah then christmas comes and i've got more vouchers and then yeah, i get more this, and this it's just, it. yeah shameful. yeah um, but yeah it was just really kind of it's really nice to see that he is the epitome of war and he's going against these people who don't want war by mm. killing him all the time and it's just really <laughs> yeah yeah so he comes against miriam who obviously is his um again it's the mind thing that she's she's there and he thinks that god has put her there for him and she's like the opposite of him and then Mm. the two of them are working against each other the entire book and then and then they finally start to see the other side of both of them so he just doesn't see yes so he just doesn't see that war is bad or it can be bad and she kind of then understands that sometimes war is a bit more of a necessity than you and it's so yeah see that's that's what's going to be interesting is like knowing how she managed to do that with pestilence like Mm -hmm. (laughs) how how could you possibly end up having any empathy for someone who comes and kills all people particularly off the back of when i read it and it was like but yeah so that that will be fascinating to see how she when you look at yeah when you look at all four of them none of them have the redeeming qualities that you would think yeah that's a perfect uh hero the the only one i would kind of be like yeah i can see that is death because Mm. i guess we kind of accept it at a certain level it's the suffering bit which we don't like we know death has to come eventually don't think about it too much start yeah. having existential crisis and stuff but <laughs> like, that's how you start that's where you start a podcast Come on. yeah yeah exactly that's why we're here midnight yeah. crisis don't think about yeah. it yeah can't yeah. afford to buy a new car yeah <laughs> um yeah no i should go read that definitely they're very good and i don't know if anybody does like them but i saw a series recently which was really newly done and it just looks perfect just all the covers and everything have oh, been redone yeah. in a box. And I'm like, oh, oh so good. That's I've got just a bit more shelf space yeah. if I want to get more books. So I've got to wait for the kids to leave. And I've got rooms. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh, didn't think of that. Mind you, will they ever be able to afford to leave home? <laughs> no, no, no question. No. no. Um, so my mention I've got is one that's quite different to... Mm. Um, 
yeah to everything in fact to most things i thought it's, it's quite a little sort of wild card one um it's called half a soul by olivia atwater mm. um it was an indie one and then i think it's been picked up by a publisher now and she's having her her books republished um nice. but it's like a historical fantasy set just after like the napoleonic war I do I do love like a gas lamp type era fantasy um, and it involves uh, like fairy there's like a, a side of the UK that has fairies and things like that and there's a I can't say it how is it he's a, we're, we're a always sorcerer, sorcerer or something like that it's it's a French sounding word I can't do French I didn't do that French school um and he is like, he's he's the only one that has magic, but he's got a position. He's like an advisor to uh, the Prince Regent um, and he's there to do things. But the main character is Dora and she was basically, when she was a child, a, a fairy came and he wanted to steal her soul and her cousin came and stopped him. So he's only got half of her soul. So she's only got half her soul. Okay. Has the monkey um, got the other half? <clears throat> What's that from? <laughs> Dora the Explorer. Oh, no, no, no. No. <laughs> oh, really? um, it's fine. Um, <laughs> you've I've lost my train of thought now. Now I'm just picturing Dora the Explorer. Um, no. What that means for her is that she doesn't really feel and process things in the same way as okay. other people. Yes. Um, and it's meant that her family hasn't been particularly nice to her because they because she's a bit odd. She's got like one grey eye and one normal coloured eye, stuff like that. And her cousin masterminds this idea to take her for her season um, that when she's trying to find a husband with her, so she convinces her mother to do it um, because she wants to track down this magician to try and help dora and restore her soul or find it or whatever it is they don't know what's wrong with her to be fair but yeah that's that's the idea um what is cool about it in terms of politics i know you're like listening but what's this got to do right no it's politics fine. but because he was part of the fighting the war against the french and stuff and he's come back and what it actually explores as they get to know each other is the the politics of like the the empire and the class system and it really uncovers that and how he's so angry about it because she, she obviously can't feel anger in the same way but um yeah it it really like digs into that kind of helplessness you sometimes feel about things being unjust and what you can do to help and yeah. it's just it's really on lots of levels that's just like one of the themes that it does because i think it's also got like um other other stuff to do with like you know how we treat people who don't process things the same as us and how they can be ostracized but it doesn't you know it's is a really clever delicately written book but it's also quite funny and and it's got lots of magic and it's got great imagination so it's like when i found that one it was like a real little gem so i wanted to yeah I was going to say one. that sounds awesome. It is. It's, it's an awesome little book, definitely. Like, definitely yours always seem to delve deeper into things than mine do. 
Not really. Not really. Yeah. Different yeah. levels, different places. Well, that's each different, different fun. Different yes. fun all around. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. Well, this is it. You find the book, as we said earlier, and then it will link you to similar ones. So then you fall yeah. down that rabbit hole of this. You do. Which yeah. then links to my next one, which is A Heart of Blood and Ashes by Millivane, which is kind of the same sort of thing with the dude out on the front lines oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. doing all the fighting. But I love mm-hmm. the fact that when it, so he is there, he's on the front line, it jumps straight in with just all of the fun world building that I love with the creatures and oh. the monsters coming and it's just fantastic. And then, yeah, as with lots of books anyway, there are dead parents. So yeah, his parents die and he becomes king. But there's like, if you do the Game of Thrones, it's very Game of Thrones. There's like a big table with all of the people sat around it, mm, sort of yeah. discussing bits and pieces. But it's just really, it's all out in the open, whereas Game of Thrones is all very kept behind the scenes. They don't just lay their cards on the table. These people yeah. do. It's like, oh, yeah, okay. yeah, this yeah. person killed your mother. Everyone knows they hate yeah. each other. Yeah. yeah, basically. And it's like the son of this person is like, did you kill the mother? It's like. Yeah, probably kind of, but can't do anything because there's no proof. Right. So, yeah, this dude goes out. His name is Maddock, and he finds out through somebody coming to his tent to say, okay, that family that you want to, but aren't allowed to, they have mm. a daughter who is being surreptitiously moved to marry somebody else. Mm. Just a thought, you might want to go and have a word with that because she's the mm. reason your parents were where they were at the time. So he goes to her, and spoilers, we should always say this at the beginning and we never do. Yeah. Sorry. Um, so he goes to get her, and she's been bashed about by her brother, dragged out of the caravan. Uh, yeah, because the brother's like, Yeah, we killed her. Your, your mum screamed as we cut her head off, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then he's just sort of, Yeah, he's giving it large. And then the sister stabs the brother rather than yeah. anybody else. And then nice. you're like, Bang, got me yeah i'm here for life now and that was mm-hmm. it so he hates her but you kind of love her for that yeah and then that's it it's their journey through and then figuring out mm. what happened yeah. and it was so good that's so, so good that's yeah. epic so yeah. again yeah mine's kind of on the battlefield and dealing with yeah that but then that, i think again. that's it that's what's nice about um yeah, giving having us having our different examples mm. because you can see the range that you can go to when it comes to war and politics. Yeah, like you yeah. said, you can be up in the high echelons where they're just moving pawns around, or you can be down on the battlefield, yeah. or you can just be normal people that are benefiting or not benefiting yeah. from class systems and things yeah. like that. Your cloak and dagger, or just yeah. just here's a hammer. I'm gonna smash yeah. face. And I mean, my my very last mention is just a quick one for a book called uh, Dangerous Magic, which is by Monica Fairview. And that one is, uh, weirdly, <laughs> it's, it's kind of around the same time. Again, Napoleonic War, um, like a gas lamp fantasy, but it's a Pride and Prejudice retelling as well, okay. um, where Should they have in? magic. They have, so like the aristocracy all of all like some of them are mages and stuff and they have to have partners and Darcy and um, Elizabeth are like put together even though she's not um I don't I I can't remember what the reasoning is why she's not been part of it before maybe yeah I, I can't remember this is brief um but what's really cool is it's all part of like the the battle 
stuff. So they have like all the different types of mages that have different types of defensive magic or offensive nice. magic. And yeah, that's why that one was. That's purely, uh, I mean, it's a cool book. But in terms of the but war and politics, out. it's just about the fact that it's like magical warfare, basically, yeah. Yeah, and how it works. It. And the fact they have to partner up for the war effort and come over their differences to be a good partnership in order to help. Kind of awesome. Oh, I like these. So this is yeah. it. Why do we never read these books that we mention? Oh, because we gain more books and the others yeah. just get lost. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, I know I need to read a Millivane book because I, I've read other stuff by that author, but like not as Millivane. Yes. So we'll talk about that in another episode. Yes. But, and speaking of other episodes, I think, are we are we ready to reveal next Episode week? three that is two of the things in season three. Yes, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm very much looking forward to this one because who it is and what it yeah. is. Man, look at so much. Yeah. So... Are you, are you, do you want to take it? Do you want to take no, it? No, you can do it. No. You can. Okay. It's, it's your, your thing. Villains and morally grey characters and morality chain. Oh, my. Yeah. Oh that's my. it. Oh, my. That is a juicy one. And then, <laughs> really. I mean, do you read any books that don't have those in? How did you possibly pick? <laughs> well, this is it. Every single book that I think I've mentioned so far probably has one in there that would just easily fit. Yeah. And I shoved books in there that weren't even there because, yeah, I kind of just, yeah, I have so many. It's like, that yeah. must be, that must be. It's so dark and evil. He can't be human. Oh, no, he is. Uh. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, that, that will be an interesting one to see the difference. Yeah. Did I struggle with that one or not? <laughs> Depending because we, we like quite different characters. But I do love a morally grey character. Yes. I, I love it's it. It's just... Oh, well, that would be the them. thing. That's the back and forth, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what's cool. That's why mm -hmm. you're getting like more for your money with this series. Yes. That whole big range. What Jess likes, what I like. <laughs> and you have less money because you're buying more. <laughs> sorry. Yes. Again, yes. not sorry. Yeah, not really. No. no. That's why we're here to promote mm -hmm. all yeah. of the fantasy all and the, the sci-fi romance. Read them all. Make it popular, get more on the shelves in actual bookshops so that when oh. I walk around Waterstones, I don't go, oh, I haven't really got anything I want to <sighs> This is it. <laughs> I don't have to go to Forbidden Planet to find books, but that's not a bad thing. Yeah, really need to the go to The downstairs the there is fantastic. The upstairs yeah. is fantastic. Oh. Yeah. I need a Christmas present for myself. Just yeah, for me there. to me. Yeah, that's it. Right then. So, thank you Join for us. joining us to hmm? talk about war and politics. Yeah. yeah. Enjoyable. <laughs> Enjoyable war <laughs> like the politics. end of news round here. Yes. <laughs> no. um, yeah. If you want to come and tell us what you thought, if you've got any recommendations yourself, we are on all of the social media type stuff, the TikTok, the Instagram, the Twitter. Um, yeah, at SFF Romcast. That's the one. That's the one. Um, if you are listening, you can come and watch this on our YouTube channel um, mm -hmm. or on the Spotify channel mm -hmm. as well. And if you're watching and you just want to listen because you've got to go do your housework or something. Yeah, it's the kids. Yeah, go get the kids from school. You can't be staring at your phone. Mm. Um, it's Anchor and Apple and Google and all that stuff. 
if you do though listen on the score and let me know and we'll find something really really lewd so at like mm. quarter past three when you stood there you have yeah. to try and keep a straight face I get so I worried sometimes when I've been listening to stuff in the playground and you have that moment where please don't let my earbuds run out of charge like, yeah and the phone fair, just I think my phone stops talking I do think it stops but it's all yeah <laughs> And he thrust his long weapon. But it was. Yeah. It's (laughs) war. It's fine. It's war. Yeah. (laughs) We didn't even talk about that, about all the euphemisms. (laughs) Last last week was our crude week. We've created it quite quite sensitive. We have, we're quite tame. Really? Yeah. Although I didn't tell you what was in my head about the door thing, so we'll do that later. (laughs) Okay. There was more. Yeah, we'll do that afterwards. (laughs) Don't don't corrupt people any further. No, it's fine. It's all good. Okay. Well, hopefully you'll join us next week. Indeed. Till next week, people. Be good. Bye.